Hello and welcome to this episode of Radio Free HPC. This is where we talk about supercomputing, high-performance computing, and other technology topics. I'm Dan Olds, joined as always by my co-host Henry Newman from Seagate Government Solutions and Shaheen Khan from Orion X. Now let's get to the show. Hello everybody out there and welcome back to another fantastic episode of Radio Free HPC. As always, I'm Dan Olds and joined by Shaheen Khan and Henry S. Newman. How you guys doing? Yeah, excellent, excellent. Dan. Finally warmed up in Minnesota. Yeah, I noticed you're not wearing the stocking cap. <laughs> yes, no, no, I am not. And there's actually a cooler behind you as opposed to a heater. That is correct. I'm having a little party tomorrow, a uh, brisket smoke, and oh I'm getting, getting the coolers ready. Mm, I see. I would have thought you'd go for a bigger cooler. I guess you're going for uh, multiples. The, big, the bigger coolers upstairs. This is the smaller cool, cooler where I sit on the deck. Your casual my, everyday my, cooler. I also my casual see, everyday. I see the fold-out chairs. They're ready to go. The captain's chairs. Do they have the cup holders in the arm? Uh, yes, Dan, of course. Good job. I know it's a scale-out cooler strategy. <laughs> it's an MPP strategy with Par- coolers. It's, it's a parallel processing strategy with coolers, Dan. Nicely done. So, will those also be virtualized with different beverages in one cooler? It, it will be a page-colored, Dan. Page-colored. Nice. It's the, it's the original container technology. <laughs> Very nice. Well, hey, we've got a big topic to talk about today. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, HPE bought Cray, and we decided to sort of hold our fire on that and let the dust settle and see what develops and what we hear. And um, so let's have your initial takes. What do you guys think on this? Shaheen? I think it was, uh, yeah, okay, obviously a big deal, $1.3 billion. Uh, HP has been acquisitive in recent years. Uh, they bought Nimble Storage, All Flash Storage. They bought SimpliVity, Hyperconverged Company. They obviously bought SGI. They've bought a whole bunch of cloud software and analytics and AI kind of tool sets. So they're building that sort of technology base. And Cray is a very nice uh, crowning achievement here. So uh, I think it will help HPE get into the very high end. Uh, remember, we talked a few uh, months ago about all the effort that HPE was putting into exascale bids. Well, it turns out Cray has won the two that have been announced, and HPE didn't. So this acquisition buys their way into that as well. Yes, it does. Henry, initial thoughts? Um, I think, uh, and I agree with everything Shaheen say, said, I think the issue is what's the converged strategy going to look like? They've made all these acquisitions. Uh, other companies have made acquisitions. And what's the converged strategy going to look like you know, as you know, has been noted by others, the, the high end of the supercomputing market's getting more and more limited because I don't think the problems are growing as fast as computational power in some cases. Uh, obviously, there are problems that, that, that buck that trend. And, and you know, the, ex, the exascale programs show that. But, you know, your average car company, your average weather site doesn't need exascale so, uh, computation. So, What's the converged strategy going to look like? I think that's the outstanding question. I don't think we know the answer to that yet. No, I don't think we do either. And by converged strategy, they're essentially pulling together three different product lines. Right. And the big wild card with Cray is how are you going to use the interconnect technology that Cray has? Right. And how are you going to integrate that? and, 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 And can you bring that cost down to be competitive at the lower end of the market where where there's you know a broader market 
Yeah. Well, I, I think you nailed it. I think the, 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 the whole interesting aspect of this is the enterprise market. Yeah. The supercomputing market is well understood, but what's also true is that supercomputers today are using the same components that enterprise computing uses. So there's a lot more commonality than there was when Cray did its own vector CPUs, right? Sure. So from that standpoint, it's, it's now very much shared technologies. Now, Cray has the slingshot interconnect that can be a networking thing in itself. It has heterogeneity in Shasta. But, uh, it, what, have... but, it, but it will cost... Gene, that's the question. Well, the, the, the presumption has always been that enterprise computing has a lot more la latitude in what they buy than supercomputing has. That supercomputing was never the high-priced thing. In fact, it was high-priced because it delivered a lot, but it was relatively low margin. If you translate that to enterprise, life would be just fine as long as it was usable and it had the RAS capabilities, this, that, and the other. Well, it's mostly a transactional environment, but... Every, Not anymore. I, that's Not what anymore. I'm saying. That was my yeah. next line, is that every enterprise out there of any size has an HPC component or an AI component, which to me are virtually the same thing. They have a... What is it? Oh, guys, what is the enterprise anymore with the cloud? I mean, you oh, know... In fact, you can, you can sort of eliminate cloud as a... A, a, a consideration because that's just where you house it and who's going to buy it. If the workloads require a particular architecture, then that architecture is going to be made available, whether it's cloud or on-premises. I, I, I'm, I'm unconvinced of that, Gene. I'm going to disagree with you. Amazon, uh, Google, and others have not been engaging with Prey to by their interconnect. No, no, no. I agree, but but that's a not, different Not story. to our knowledge, anyway. Not to our knowledge. Yeah, that, that and is, I that agree. Is, that's a true statement. And, I give you that. I don't think that they will. Um, but enterprises need that high performance, very high performance for their AI-like tasks and their HPC-like tasks. And Cray has not done a great job of building out their name and reputation uh, and the the perception that customers have there. But Dan, to the best of my knowledge, the learning tasks and, and those types of tasks in AI don't require high-speed interconnects. Okay, so the they, point is that they, they do will require... They work faster with high-speed interconnects and time is money in enterprise. So the, the, the thing in my mind is that big data before AI and now AI and deep learning within AI, they require scalable platforms. Uh, you start small and then you go big. Yes, true. But and big is going to be very big when they start to get into uh, uh, AI, machine learning, deep learning in a big way and training. Dan, that's a double use of the word big. I meant that, Henry. So <laughs> really big. <laughs> and by the way, can I, oh, real quick, Shaheen, I just want to jump in. I've been doing a lot of research into cloud as it relates to high performance computing and the prices you're going to pay for GPUs on the cloud would knock you over. No, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't, Dan. I'm well but, aware of that. Okay. But it's a different discussion. It and, is. And, it has, and it's a multidimensional different discussion. First of all, not everything is going to the cloud. In fact, the current architecture that I see, it starts with embedded, then it goes to desktop. That hasn't gone away. Mobile, you know, mobile embedded, then it goes to desktop, then it goes to servers within on-premises, and then it goes to off-premises cloud. So you have those five layers, embedded, mobile, desktop, on-premises, off-premises. That, that five-layer thing uh, has plenty of room for all sorts of architectures, number one. Number two, Microsoft Azure already has a couple of Cray systems. That's an indication that there's a need even on the cloud for this sort of a thing. Cloud is a particular architecture, the ones that is kind of 
popularized with VMs and scale out and peer to peer and all that. And if your application lends itself to that, that's great. But it's also, as Dan says, the price performance and the economics of it are relatively complicated depending on who you buy it from. So to me, that's really a separate architecture. The more relevant discussion here really is the enterprise market is coming to HPC. That's yes. the big news. Yes. It's, it's, been, it's been talked about for decades. It is finally happening thanks to deep learning and AI. So I think NVIDIA makes the right comments. Cray makes the right comments. HP, AMD, all of them are essentially saying the same thing. I think Cray has differentiated products. Slingshot is interesting. Shasta is interesting. The wins at Exascale are interesting. And the ability to go after these big AI workloads is interesting. The key will be how well HPE integrates, it differentiates their various platforms now. Well, the rumor in the street is that uh, they'll, 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 they'll handle Cray relatively intact. Uh, that they've shown that they can uh, acquire companies and do a good job of them. Uh, initially, I mean, years ago, they were not so good at it. I think they have become good at it. I think yeah. the GI acquisition went pretty well. I'm finding it hard to find the uh, Deck Alpha equipment I've been looking for. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, thought, I thought we had an episode on that, and you did not sound very pro Deck Alpha back then. <laughs> yeah, true, but it's got some great price performance, I hear. Henry, you were going to say something. What do you want to interject? Uh, I am not, I'm still unconvinced that uh, AI deep learning with the current methods that are used that are out there requires high-speed communication between nodes. If you're doing it right, it should. <laughs> How's that you. for a response? It, 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 it's, it's you, Henry. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've been slapped pretty hard now. I feel, feel terrible to give a dance comment. It's just, it's truly biting. Moving on. But, but Henry, don't you think just the sheer amount of data that is required in I think the uh, problem AI? I think I think a problem with AI with learning problems given sensors uh, is that you that the amount of communication that at least what I've looked at can be done with current networks and because because you're learning within a sensor and then you're coordinating things afterwards uh that's hmm. different, you know. That makes because, sense. Yeah, and and uh, so but, uh, not to not to you know bust your balloon, Dan. No. Now, within a car, you're going to need communications. When once you've learned everything, you're learned with all your sensors, and and but there's multiple communications methods and styles, and the I don't think you know to coordinate all those things. You're going to put a crane network. Yeah, so, no, I car. agree, but let me throw no, no, this. I, no, me, no, no, you will, on, you will, on, because, because they, hang on, data, you, you hang ingest, on. data ingest is a huge problem in all big data and even more yes, so in AI. data cleaning and ingest. And then, and then this whole, you know, we used to call it ETL, extract, transform, load, but that's part of really structuralizing the data and then ingesting it is a really big issue. And that requires different networking, different storage. I think this is the, the, there's a reason why you walk SC halls in every SC show and they're like AI-focused everything because they are trying to optimize their offerings to the workload. Let me go ahead and blow your guys' minds right here, especially you, Mr. Henry S. Newman. I'm not talking about a single-purpose supercomputer for anything. I'm talking about an enterprise, a multi-user, multi-purpose supercomputer infrastructure that can be used from everything from from uh, crash analysis yes. 
all the way to deep learning and all of that. It's not and, a silo. It's not going to be a silo. And maybe even some transactions in there. Uh, transaction uh, history deep learning, absolutely. Uh, some big data deep learning, absolutely. But it's a, a multiple use, multiple user, multiple yeah, application I see, system. Yes, I, I exactly. See, I see a bet coming in year five. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Dan was preparing to win again. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a judgment on the bet coming up at SC19 uh, here. So, so there is one other angle on this, and that is heterogeneity. Right now, I, I was telling a friend of mine that uh, to our count, something like 35 AI chips are being developed at various stages. And he said, you're probably off by a factor of two. It's probably more <laughs> like six. Okay, yeah, so there are, I, I, so, believe that, I, I believe that's true also. Yes, he would probably know, yes. So, so if there are so many chips out there, that means somebody's going to have to do a bake-off. Somebody has to kind of know. So I think there's a need for configurable computing. Configurable computing in the old days used to mean FPGAs, but now it means like reconfiguration of different technologies. And Cray really has a very strong suit right now. They've got an ARM supercomputer in the UK that's doing AI at the at the Alan Turing. It's, they've got x86 with Intel and AMD, they've got NVIDIA, they've got AMD GPUs with Oak Ridge now, that's even like all AMD system. Uh, they can do FPGAs. So I think they've got a platform that can give customers a whole bunch of heterogeneity that is very attractive right now. On that note. On that note, do you hear that sound out in the distance? Oh, that right, means it's time for Catch of the Week. What do you got, Shaheen? I've got the Facebook's cryptocurrency. Ooh. So Facebook announced that they're going to have a cryptocurrency that they call like Global Coin or Libra or something like that. Uh, latest rumor is that somebody at Facebook—it's either a publicity stunt or just you know somebody uh, talked out of turn—but apparently on June 18th uh, there will be an announcement of their white paper, and it's supposed to be a coin that is pegged to a basket of other coins. It's a so-called stable coin. And there was a news article that said even Facebook employees could opt to be paid in it uh, for, their, for their page. I don't, I don't know if, if any of this is true, but it is very intriguing. Uh, Facebook already has an organization that's rumored to be about 100 people strong that is doing cryptocurrency. So that's a really big deal. Wow. Okay, we'll see what happens with that, with the new Zucker coins. Uh, Henry, what do you got? I got a quick one. And... Uh, um... Quest Diagnostics was hacked, so that makes another one for me. They got all my information, all my medical information again, Sweet. and all my credit cards. So I'm really happy about that. Just yay! Ads, yay! Well, wow. speaking of great crimes, uh, my quick catch of the week here is damn. Take a look at the price of that Mac Pro: <laughs> fifty-nine hundred bucks for an eight-core system uh, with a middling video card. And I've seen some people that have have done some configurations of this you can get this thing up to 50 grand see dan if you have to ask you can't afford it right <laughs> yes and on that um, economic note let's go ahead and call this an episode of radio free hpc thank you all for listening thank me for being here uh thank you guys too and we will talk to you soon thank you for listening to this episode of radio free hpc and as a quick note, 
The views and opinions of Henry Newman are his and do not reflect any policy or position of Seagate Government Solutions or Seagate Technology. Thank you for listening.